Welcome to the Zenfulness Podcast. Today I'm here with another special guest. Uh, this guy, he makes music. He's a sweet dude. He is super smart. Did a fish and nanotechnology course. And uh, he's actually made an insane transformation in the gym. So his name is Fakayo. And I'm going to hand over the mic to him and let him talk a little bit about himself. And then we're going to dive into some, uh, some of the podcast. All right, Jeremy, thanks for having me. Yeah, just he, that was a very little introduction about me, but the thing is that I study uh, chemistry at university, and yeah, I did make transformation, but it was a transformation of over like five to four years now. Yeah, and, and I think that's what a lot of people don't see is like how long it's been it really took long. you. Yeah. yeah, it's been long, and it's like, yeah, it's just, it's, it's a journey, that's the thing. Yeah. So, and you need patience for that. But yeah, thanks for having me, Jeremy. I'm glad to be here. No worries. So I guess the first question I want to start off is, now that you've kind of been working out for five years and you've been on this journey, how how do you think you feel now compared to before? Definitely more confident. Um, But a lot of that comes with like the mind, not really the body. Like as you train the body, it kind of reciprocates and like you train your mind also. It's like there's discipline, there's... There's just respect for other uh, other people and just people who are also working as hard as you are. And it's just the transformation. Is just, it's something that if you really go through that journey, it's something that's basically, it, you benefit both ways, like yeah. mind and the body. So it's like, Yeah, I, I, I totally agree. Like, mm-hmm. I think like when working out in the gym, it, it trains the body, right? Yeah. And then the mind catches up. Absolutely. Right? Like, Absolutely. <laughs> well, at least for me, that happened. Yeah. So it's like, it's just, yeah, I definitely feel more confident. I feel that, like, you see you see the process, even when I'm, if you're studying chemistry, you see the process of change. You see the process of manipulating factors to sort of achieve the level that you want to achieve. So, so, like, there's your diet, there's the way you work out, there's a form. So when you, in, in the science world, when you manipulate different, like, they're called variables, right? Yeah. You, you see the changes that it makes. You see the results, sort of thing. So it makes you... That's another thing with the mind. Like, it's all connected, right? So, yeah. So what would you say are some of the most important variables when it comes to, let's say, some guy who's in his early, like, eight teens and he's looking to get some confidence going? Mm-hmm. What, what would you say are some variables he could tweak there? Mm-hmm. So the first things first is never, like... Basically, I think the first thing comes from fear. So being afraid, right? The, the thing with me is like it came in the reverse when I started working out. I started to get less fearful. But I feel like it should come, it, the lack of fear should come first. You learn to control your fear. Mm-hmm. And that starts with like fear to just be able to talk to someone and seek advice when it comes to like lifting. Like let's say lifting, right? Exercise. So just, just go over there, seek advice, take it in. Test it out. Like, science world, you test stuff out. You see if it works. If it doesn't work, look for another advice, right? Yeah. Don't be afraid to seek, seek another advice. So if it does work, add it upon your your, 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 um, your routine and your stuff routine. like that. Yeah. yeah, exactly. So it's like, that's the first step, the, just the lack of fear. So everything has come from the mind. So there's lack of fear in here, mm-hmm. right? So. And I think fear is always going to be there, especially when you step into, like, a new environment. Like, I know for me, like, let's say you're you're like this young guy and you step into the gym, it's all like, yeah. it's just new to you. you like you're, yeah. you've never experienced anything like that. And of mm-hmm. course there's gonna be fear there. And I think like when it comes to like fear and confidence, it's mm-hmm. not necessarily that 
you will like the thing is you may not have confidence yeah. but it's not because like you're not a confident person yeah. it's because you just haven't practiced enough of course yeah and because you you haven't practiced enough then you're it's so think, take two guys right mm-hmm. let's say you take one guy who's like a like it's for you you're a chemist you're a mm-hmm. chemistry major right yeah. and you just wrote a nanotechnology Nanoscience. nanoscience yeah. test yeah so if i were to go if you told me like okay jeremy tomorrow you're gonna write this test mm-hmm. right i would be like so uncomfortable I, yeah. I would freak out i'd be like okay i yeah. can't do this i, I haven't practiced like yeah. i don't know what, how to do this yeah. like, and one of the things that comes with like controlling the lack of fears is the practice right practice 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 right there's something to, like before like before I actually like what I talked about going up to ask for advice for people right before I actually did that I was watching videos right Mm -hmm. I was watching YouTube videos I practiced the form like like just in the regular gym or even at home I practiced that just to not have fear and then once you see someone that you actually do like admiration is good once you see someone that you actually admire just go up to them and ask usually people at the gym are super nice so that's the thing like if you admire them like ask for them and but then again, you said like if you went up to there and and uh, try to do that nanoscience test, it's because you weren't prepared, right? So you have that fear that you're gonna get a bad mark on that test, right? So it's, preparation comes like not to sound all Batman like, but preparation <laughs> comes comes from like like uh, diminishing like fear, right? So that's that's part, that's part of it. So. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I think in life, it should be about striving to conquer every every fear. Every because fear, absolutely, yeah. at the at the end of every fear, it's like that's the person you really want to be. Mm-hmm. You know, like as soon as you like accomplish, like conquer a fear, mm-hmm. you kind of meet like a new version of who you are. Mm-hmm. You see what I mean? Like absolutely, yeah, yeah. That grown that grown up version. I just call it like the growth the growth period, right? It's like each fear that you conquer, you kind of elevate yourself a little bit to be a better better person, better. Uh, bodybuilder, better lifter, better scientist, doesn't matter, right? Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it's like you said, it's definitely true. So, I want to spin this back at you, Fakeo. Mm-hmm. So, I know it. So, for those of you that, that don't know, um, Fakeo, he's a really talented musician, he sings. So, I want to ask him about okay, how did you really get into this, man? Like, it, was there a lot of fears when you first started off? Like, and how, how are you gonna, how do you conquer them? How do you put yourself out there like that? Because I could not say I could not do anything like that. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. Um, it's just like, um, I, okay, my main thing is like, I just, I like dancing. So I'm very musically, I don't want to say musically inclined. I, I don't really play any instruments, but I did play the guitar for a few years, um, just a little bit. But it's just, I see everything as like a melody sort of way. So when I dance, I can freestyle, like, a lot of that so I just decided to enter like it's just I like I like I like music let me just say that music helped me through a lot yeah in the past any type of music that flows flows properly and whenever whenever I'm in a bad place or like stressed out I just sing to myself sort of thing and in real life there's even a scientific study about that it's like if you sing out loud right it's really relieves stress and like it's just such a really good stress reliever mm. and just like just like going to the gym right and it's so, almost like when you sing out loud like that it's like your inner voice yeah. kind of talking to yourself yeah. in, in a weird way like but it's actually yeah it's there for you yeah right? it's, it's such a weird weird thing like just to make sure it's like when i'm doing like math equations right and then i'm singing it's just 
it just comes out like naturally. It's sort of mm. like the math and the music are connected. And that's actually how I study math. Oh, <laughs> like cool. I have to listen to music <laughs> before I study math. But everything else that like requires like reading or memorizing, I can't listen to music. But when it comes to like math, mm. I, have to, I sing and I listen to music that's really, really calming and, you know, it's like brings down the stress level a little bit. And that's that's just a musically inclined thing in my brain, right? Actually, so, so that's how I figured out like I was just like I didn't want to, I didn't really get compliments from people until I started singing aloud like subconsciously, right? Yeah. And it's like, oh, you have a good voice. I was like, I was just I was scared, right? I was just like, shit, they just hear me singing, and then um and then it just started, and I started singing more subconsciously because I, every time that I go through some hardship, I just start singing. I just sing a lot, mm-hmm. right? And then, yeah, it just happened. And then when they, when I got enough of that com- uh, compliments, I mean, compliments can be. Just don't make don't just don't make it get to your head, right? Yeah. But yeah. that's why compliments can be good. Like I try to give people compliments if they actually like I'm admiring them from afar. And if they do take it like like if they're egotistical about it, if they're not, it doesn't matter. Just give out the compliment, right? It's like it helps their confidence sort of thing. And that's yeah. what made me help that's what helped my confidence when it comes to singing. And I started singing subconsciously and people started complimenting me. It's like I was scared for the first few compliments that he was like, yeah. maybe it sounds bad. I started criticizing myself. And after that, it's like, maybe I should start making music, right? You know, sort of things, things like that. And then a friend of mine actually said, come be the vocals for my song, right? And that was like my very first time and hearing my voice. He tweaked my voice with the software a little bit. And I was like, yeah. ooh, that sounds nice. <laughs> <laughs> and then I was like, okay, maybe I should start performing and singing, right? It's yeah. like, it, it, was, it was a long process to get that confidence up. So, yeah. <laughs> and also, I, this is another side point, but I know with musicians and people that sing, there's like a certain amount of flow that you get into, like mm-hmm. presence. Yeah. So, like, how do you, do you notice that when you sing, you get into like a presence and like, how does that make you feel? Like, how, how can anyone do that? Can anyone develop that? Is it when you're performing or when you're... Um, uh, just like when, you, when you're performing or making music by yourself, like mm-hmm. how it gets you really present and um, you get kind of a, like you have a feeling where you get out of your head. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's just, so before the moment, before you start, it's just, it's all nervousness, right? And once you start to get the melody down, once you start to, then this applies to everything. Once you start to get the hang of what you're doing, it's just, like you said, the flow, it's just, the atmosphere is just there. Like, mm-hmm. it feels right in that moment. So, first of all, when, like, when I was performing, when I was, when I danced in the talent show in junior high, right? Yeah. And I was performing for, the, it was a literally the whole of um, grade eight and nine, oh my like God. half of the school, <laughs> yeah, half of the school. And I, I came out, I saw the crowd, I was like, I was like, what is this? And then we had to get going, it was with the group, we had to get going, right? So my, yeah. the breakdancing group came in, they were doing their thing, and I was like, my part, my part is coming, my part is coming. And then I just started to, you know, freestyle, do whatever, and then I started to get in sync, and then everything started to come together, it's like, Okay, it's going well, and then mm-hmm. I went a little bit over my head, but <laughs> but yeah, it went well, and then it's like like you said, the flow, like when you're singing and when you start, it's you feel nervous at first, then you have to, you just have to shake it off, sort of thing. Like you're here, you're it's, what happens has to happen now, like and then you move on and move forward, right? Mm-hmm. Once you get that in your head, you start to keep going, and you know, it feels right in that moment that what you're doing is what you're doing. Yeah, and it's actually pretty interesting because when you look at these like just artists in general, like. Mm-hmm. Kanye, Nirvana, Justin Bieber, mm-hmm. like who else? ACDC, like these guys with these huge crowds at one point. Yeah, um, that to. must be ins- like yeah. nerve wracking. No, I have a yeah. I have a story. It's like 
I was so I've been listening to The Weeknd since like literally junior high, mm-hmm. and I listened to him since when he before he performed for the first time, right? And then since then I've been like just sort of connected to his music in a way. So that's when I started to follow his his uh, his performance. It's like it's coming. Basically, he's coming up. I've been reading about him. Like he's very mysterious guy to do interviews and there or anything. So I've been reading about him, following him, like how like. And then I found out that his first performance, he was. So so nervous, and I could see that yeah. on the stage. He was first, his first performance, his voice was shaky because Drake brought him, brought him out, right? Oh, and okay. yeah, so Drake brought him out, and he was very shaky. And it's like it's like that for every single artist, like yeah. on their first, second, third performance, and then you start to get a hang of it. And, you, and then tracing back to what I said before, it's like what you're doing in that moment feels right. That's when it's, it might be not be your third or fourth, but maybe it's fifth, sixth, but. Around there, he's just like, I love doing this. I'm passionate about doing this sort mm-hmm. of thing. So you have to just shake out. There's always a barrier for it. Everyone has to shake out. So Yeah, yeah. And, and that's such a great point because I was talking about that in, I think, the la- in episode three of the podcast, mm-hmm. True North. And I was saying how, like, usually the past, okay, there's a quote, like, usually where there's the most resistance you feel in life mm-hmm. is actually, an, like, a compass of where you should actually go because... It's like you have the resistance to it, but it means that on the other side of that resistance, there's something that, like, there's the prize there. Absolutely. There's, like, the goal. Yeah, yeah, there's the goal. And there's, there will always be resistance, and that's the, that's the, that's the basic essence of life. Mm-hmm. Life is, like, it's, life is just obstacles. Like, depending on your path, depending on who you are, there might be more obstacles than other people, but actually, I don't even think there's more obstacles than other people. It's just, like, it just depends on how the people, like, get, get past it right mm-hmm. and there's obstacles when it comes to um lifting there's obstacles like i know a guy right that he when i started lifting like two years ago three years ago ish when he started lifting he's like i can't grow i can't do anything like and those are just like genetic like when you're trying to yeah genetic yeah. barriers sort of thing right and you have to work your way around them. you have to learn about your body you have to learn about you have to learn about how you're how you're metabolized different foods and you know you there's so many things you take in and that's what i feel like that's what most of the bodybuilders do they have to research about the, the type of body they have mm. they have to look at their family history they have to look at you know a bunch of things and then getting over those barriers is is how you get over them it's different for every, every single person, person yeah. in, on, on earth. And that's so. the thing too, like for a lot of guys in bodybuilding, they have to work out for like years before they actually figure out, oh, like my genetics are now coming out. Absolutely. Because some guys they have the genetics where it doesn't like, nothing happens. Yeah. It, and it's almost like this, like take like cold clay, right? Mm-hmm. You take cold clay, all of a sudden it's hard to mold and you can't really move it. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden you start heating it up, heating it up, heating it up, and then mm-hmm. you can start sculpting it around like yeah, that. Absolutely. Right? And I think that on, doesn't only apply to the bodybuilding, mm-hmm. but it also applies to like w- w- with your singing, with mm-hmm. um, just any new skill, with practicing for any a test. Skill, like yeah. it's all cold at first, yeah. you know, meeting a new person, it's yeah. all cold. Yeah. And then all of a sudden you start heating it up, heating it up, and then you just get like. For sure, yeah. Yeah, it's almost yeah. like you're figuring out um, like the bounds and like how much power you have or how much like your ability you're figuring mm-hmm. out your ability and yeah. when you first step into the gym yeah. you're like nervous of your abilities yeah. or what you're capable of achieving yeah and, and, and that's where it yeah. comes back to the mind right it depends it, it's not about if you have the problem or not it's how you get how you get over that problem right people have different way of solving different things right so it's like that's where it comes back to the mind where just because you reach that obstacle it's like oh i can't 
look like that guy with the big shoulders, right? Mm-hmm. Doesn't mean you should stop there, right? Try a different way. Doesn't work. Try another way. If it, eventually it will work, right? So that's another thing with with just just getting over that barrier. Mm-hmm. And I know I was talking to you before about this, Fakayo, but I want to bring it up again. Mm-hmm. And it's the idea of okay, so it's the idea of kind of doing things on your own without the influence of others first to mm-hmm. kind of figure out your style mm-hmm. and then um, and then bringing it to the public almost. I, I forget what we were talking about, but it was some idea like that. Yeah, it's just like, it's just bringing, it's, it's doing things on your own without sort of mentorship, right? Something like that. And it's like, it's, it, I feel like, this is just my opinion, but I just feel like if in order to do things about at all, like on your own, you have to be confident about it first before presenting it to an outside uh, source, right? So mm-hmm. it's like, it's very, very hard to do things on your own and get the confidence at the same time. Um, I had to be around, like, and that's, that's, that's the very first step. You have to really be around people who kind of set a trigger for that for that th- for it to start rolling, for the confidence to start rolling. Mm-hmm. And I'm really grateful for the people I, like two years ago, I, I started to like have around me and influence me saying, you can do this, just do this, just do that, to do that. And then that's sort of, so that's the very first thing. And that's the simplest thing. Just mm-hmm. say, I'm gonna switch up my environment to people who give me a healthier mind, right? And that's it. Okay. And that's literally it. And then you can set aside and then start doing it on your own based on their influences and thoughts, right? And then that's where that doing things on your own comes from, right? Mm. It's like you, you take, take in whatever they're saying or listening to them. Like, it's not bad to listen to people. But sometimes people can be out to actually, you know, do bad against you, right? Yeah, but, and actually that's part of the next question I want to ask mm-hmm. you too. Like, I know for you, Fakaya, as a musician, mm-hmm. Okay, this is a strange question, mm-hmm. but <laughs> I think it's interesting. Okay. Um, so do you get more of a kick out of someone who, who's, let's say, gives you, like, negative criticism, like, doesn't... Let, let's say you put out a good song, right? Mm-hmm. And someone criticizes you mm-hmm. and, like, like downmouths your name or whatever like that. Or mm-hmm. do you have the guy who, like, um, what's it called? Mm-hmm. Who... Uh, motivates motivate, you. Or, like, motivates you or says, like, oh, it's a nice song. Like, yeah. Do you use both those channels, or like, what do you do with when you get negative criticism and positive criticism? I guess that's that's the short question. That's yeah, the short question is just like no. The short question is is literally just both, right? Mm-hmm. It's like positive. Some people might be there to just ride, just just be part of your success and not really put anything into it, right? Mm-hmm. And then that's the bad part about positive, you know, positive uh, feedback, right? Some people are just like, yeah, I like it, but it's like I need critical analysis bro like <laughs> don't just tell me you like it like what do you like about it what should i do more what should i you know improve upon it yeah. and then there's, there's obviously the good negative where people will say i don't like this maybe you can do this better sort of thing right mm-hmm. and it's like there's there's bad and good to both sides and obviously people will criticize it and don't add to it it's like what am i to gain <laughs> sort yeah. of thing it's like what am i to gain from you criticizing it's like i, I don't gain anything but if you criticize and then add some positive things like okay maybe i'll try that next time yeah right and then there's the positive one where it's just don't let it get to you <laughs> sort of thing it's like, yeah, yeah but then there's some positive who actually like i like this maybe you can do this better i really like maybe you should keep adding this to your song mm-hmm. right and it's like okay i'll keep adding it it's pleasant to 
to everyone's ears. Like maybe I should keep doing that, but obviously don't abuse it, but just keep doing that and kind of create new elements around it sort of thing. Yeah, and that's like, this is a side self development thing, but this is yeah. called a, there's like an idea of that called the feedback sandwich. Yeah. Right, and then what you do is you do like a positive, so let's say you put out a song, I'd be like, oh, that's a great song, and mm-hmm. then I'd throw in the negative, mm-hmm. and then I'd wrap it with a positive. Yeah. So like, you give them the whole spectrum, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And then, actually, that, <laughs> huh? that's kind of rad. Yeah, no, no, that's yeah. fine. Like, I, I understand what you said. It's just like, there's some people who, who uh, <laughs> there's some people who like, who uh, what's, what's the word yeah they'll do that but like the more they talk about that's the, that's that's the thing right yeah. the more they talk about your music and if, you, if they just give you just a blank sort of feedback whether positive or negative you know they don't have any you know they don't know anything about doing that thing yeah because yeah. they just have a surface level of looking into things but the more they give you whether negative or creative, creative feedback and they actually start to analyze it the more you know, the more you know that like you, they know what you're talking about, mm-hmm. right? So when we would go on rant, like not rant, but like just when we would just literally just shred things to the core, yeah. and it's like this guy has had experience in that, in that program, right? So you could take advice from him because he's gone through it. Like if you sit, if you sit down with like let's say the CEO or or, or Bill Gates type of person, Elon Musk, doesn't matter, right? And they in if you give them let's say Elon Musk let's take Elon Musk as an example if you talk if you bring like flamethrower or like just a jet fuel type of question to him he will he will probably I bet you not he will probably rant about it for like yeah. thirty minutes because he knows so much and he has had so many experiences he'll tell you stories and everything so the more you the more feedback you get from that single person the more you know what they're talking about and the more you can sort of more you have a possibility of taking feedback from them because if the person just gives you like i i don't like how this is there that's probably just coming from a personal standpoint and you don't know anything about it yeah so and i think like in life it's important to have that kind of wall there and that's why i think like you should know kind of you, you need to have a core of like i think what it actually comes down to is being able to judge yourself mm-hmm. and use that as like the final verdict mm-hmm. right because like let's say because positive feedback negative feedback stuff like that it can all at some point get to your head yeah. but if you can't like be self-aware and look at yourself and mm-hmm. say okay like where am i how how is my work how do i Absolutely. feel about this right I, I think that's the ultimate verdict right it's like it's actually you yeah. because these ideas from the outside they'll affect they'll affect you mm-hmm. right and you start to teeter and when you start to teeter it affects your work it affects what you create mm-hmm. and you can really see it too you can see like someone like oh he's not it doesn't you look let's say you look at an artist right it's like mm-hmm. well that doesn't really look like a kanye song or that doesn't that's yeah. like a weird song yeah, but like, exactly. yeah you can see it all the time exactly and it's like when i was making like music with like my friend right and uh, we were going through. He's 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 definitely musically inclined too. That's what I noticed at the end. But when we're going through different songs, like some people will post Kanye type beat or Travis type beat. It was like I was like, we'll listen to it. It's like they'll definitely not use that type of you know sound in their music. So we've had more like expertise in that area than. Not I'm not saying we're, we're expert like we're, we know how to decipher music really well. We, we, but you can you can sense it. We've you can experienced see it, it yeah. enough to sense the difference in what a client type beat is and what it actually sounds like, 
right? So yeah, that's that's definitely another thing. Yeah, and I think part of that is too is like when you step outside of your congruence, mm-hmm. right? It's like you have this part of you that your natural ability and you're, you practice it and you're really good at it, mm-hmm. but you step outside of it to kind of please the opinions of others. Yeah. And then yeah. you kind then you always know you kind of like it won't sound the same. Yeah. The music doesn't sound the same. Your yeah. work doesn't it doesn't come out the same. Yeah. It's it's people kind of know. You know yeah. It's people. Bit, yeah. People will always figure out the difference. Like. Um, I feel like I keep using the weekend as an example, yeah. <laughs> but like that's what there was a song that he released saying that he knew that he'll when he get into the popular spotlight he would change his style, and he knew that because he always criticized himself, like right. He always like his music was all came from sort of I feel like it came from like raw emotions, but then he stepped in the spotlight his music changed and everyone even him noticed that that changed like but that's fine right that's just that's probably just what he wanted to do and that's fine um but but you don't want to lose that passion behind you really don't but i feel like his passion was more about just making music in general emotions is sort of different from passion whereas like passion is more it's not really energy but it's more energy like like Mm -hmm. what you put into it um but emotions is something that you really can't control or comprehend so whatever you're feeling in that moment will always make its way yeah. to the music right it, there's always a, a leak somehow that will make even though you try to hide it's like oh i'm doing this and then that it's like no you're not you're really depressed like i can yeah. tell it from your music <laughs> right so it's like, that's yeah passion will always be there but it's just sometimes emotion will sort of fuse with the passion and then you get the weekend music yeah <laughs> <laughs> As you can see, he really likes the weekend. Yeah. I really like the weekend too. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, that's basically. Well, coming yeah. back to um, just sort of criticizing yourself. Like you mentioned something, yeah. self awareness, and that was sort of the thing I wanted to like. Definitely, the thing I wanted to touch on today was mm-hmm. self awareness. Is like right now, like I just feel like people are really, really not self aware. They talk, okay, people talk about growth and self-growth and self-worth and self-love, self-this, self-that, but they always forget about self-awareness and self-criticism. And that's that's one of the very big keys to confidence. You should be able to criticize the bad things and tell yourself the bad things, but just don't, don't leave it there. Sort of say, how can I be better? Mm-hmm. You should be able to... It's, it's not really a form of anxiety, but it's just like you should be able to just at the end of the day, once you finish socializing and doing things, you should be able to say, did I do something wrong today or did I do this blah, blah, blah today? And can I fix it? And if you, if there is no sh- telltale, telltale way to actually fix it and like actually go around it, you can, don't worry about it. That's it. Yeah. Like, just leave it. <laughs> right? Some things people can really not fix and some things you actually can but I feel like people just don't choose to because they they're, it's too comfortable for them, right? Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it's just, yeah, self-awareness is such a big thing. Um, yeah, and I think, like, yeah, this is a weird story, but growing up, I had this friend um, in early school. I'll just call him, mm-hmm. let's just say his name was Evan. That, that was not, not a real name, but I don't want to put it on the podcast. But he had a cerebral palsy, so one of his arms was paralyzed. Mm-hmm. And I remember, like... People would just, like, they would make fun of this guy for his arm sometimes, but he was just kind of fine with it because he realized, like, he just accepted it. And I think that's so true with self-awareness is, like, you are your, your ultimate judge. Yeah. Right? So for this guy on the playground with, like, a small arm that's paralyzed, mm-hmm. he knows that 
it's he has to like it's his arm mm -hmm. it's not gonna change it doesn't matter if people talk about it or make fun of it like he knows like it's what i have it's not especially gonna physical right? things like you unless you have mad money you're not gonna change it yeah right so that's something you probably shouldn't worry about right and then and when i'm when i'm talking about like, even self-awareness like good point that you added there though but when i'm talking about self-awareness it's like some people do think we all do things subconsciously mm -hmm. all the time and you won't notice it and there's sometimes that i do things through like muscle memory i just my fingers and my hands just move there and i did it and then after a while i'm just like what did i just do yeah <laughs> and then i look back and it's like oh i'm not supposed to do that because you muscles are just just recognized doing that movement at some point so i did that again mm -hmm. it's like a habit right so it's like be self-aware of those subconscious actions that you take like nowadays like on social media like we'll be making jokes or like i don't know just different things that you see in your everyday social media life and then and then next time people will just post have so have some self-love or self <laughs> like i'm taking care of myself today it's like okay but you just literally bullied someone like two days ago so yeah. like that's not really you're not self-aware of what you're doing like like psychologically right so it's like yeah you have to take subconscious thought into into like consideration when it comes to self-care and then that's when self-criticism comes after so yeah <laughs> Yeah, like I think that stuff is so important. Mm -hmm. Like I, I struggle with that stuff all, the, and I'm I'm gonna struggle with that stuff for the probably the rest of my life. Yeah. Because like I think self awareness, like I want to be self aware, man. Like yeah. I want to like be actualized. I want to know like Absolutely. who I am and just feel like I don't know. It, it's essentially I think yeah. what it comes down to. It's like true freedom. Because when yeah. you're like, it sounds kind of backwards. Like what self aware you're like kind of controlling yourself but you're not it's like when you're so self-aware that you can just you don't have to hide anything anymore you don't have you're just to. like open and you just and, and i think it's that's the yeah. paradox it's just like when you're so self-aware you just become transparent mm -hmm. basically it's like that's that's the that's the journey that mm -hmm. i had to go through it's like when i'm i was being so self-aware like because i was being self-aware because i was getting criticism a lot i was getting criticized a lot so i just started to be like maybe i'm what they say like they're staying right yeah um and then i was just and then i started to become i started to just figure out you probably can't change some things if you can't do and which i did but if you can't just you just become transparent and confident about it mm -hmm. it's like like the cerebral pro like the, the example you made yeah, the cerebral the cerebral policy, policy, like, yeah. right it's like okay what do you want me to do <laughs> right yeah it's like <laughs> i remember looking back at that like uh Evan, his, his, I don't want to say his real name again, but mm. this guy was so, mm -hmm. yeah, so confident, man. And I realized part of it was he accepted his limitations. He accepted kind of where he was, like mm -hmm. completely. Because think about that. You grow up, one of your arms is shorter. It's paralyzed. You yeah. can't move it. Absolutely. You know, you're surrounded by all these other kids who are yeah. just like, you don't know what it is. They're yeah. making fun of it. They yeah. don't understand it. And then he had to, at an early age, accept everything. Every single You know, like, because he's meeting with these doctors and these people and he kind of understood it. And I realized because he accepted himself to such a high degree, yeah. he became <coughs> absolutely transparent. Like mm -hmm. he had like an amazing humor, like mm -hmm. just incredible confidence. Mm -hmm. He's yeah. a happy dude. And I think in life, it's such a key point to, like I, I think about this all the time. It's like mm -hmm. the, the quest to become transparent. Yeah. You know, the quest to yeah. become free and open. To become literally free. And it's like nowadays people just like, people always almost like not to be, egotistical or whatever you always like oh you're so funny blah blah it's like but the type of joke i make is self 
self-depreciating jokes. Like yeah. I self-criticize. It's like I make fun of myself all the time, yeah. right? Like just my situation. Like I never really make fun of like just like my physical self, but it's like just my behavior and my situation. I that, that's just like true. I don't I don't think I'm, it's still developing like confidence level, but mm-hmm. that's just like true transparency. It's just like I just nothing I need to hide from anybody. Everyone like we have seven and a half billion people in the world. Like everyone will be different in some way, mm-hmm. so why am I sort of stressing about the things that I cannot change? Sort of thing. It's like yeah, and and I really thought about this too with like the age of the internet and the social media mm-hmm. stuff, and like now as we come closer and closer together, mm-hmm. I think transparency is so key. You mm-hmm. know, like at some point you're gonna have so much stuff on the internet that you can't really hide. hide yeah. it. You know, like if you go outside and some guys like oh like. I saw him in real life, and he was a, this guy was a dick. Yeah. <laughs> like, and then, like, online, you're like, oh, like, you act like the total opposite, but yeah. people will know. Yeah, people would know. Yeah, yeah. And, and people can really test you mm-hmm. easily nowadays, right? They can just check out, like, because the, it's reach. Part of it also yeah. is also reach. Like, yeah. nowadays, you can reach celebrities. Yeah. You can, like, go to, like, their Instagram and message these people. Message them. Talk well, to they them. message you first. Yeah, <laughs> and then usually there's stories of like, okay, I met this guy and I know what he's really like. Yeah, right? so absolutely, <laughs> yeah. And then you just find out that everyone just tend to be... So So that's one of the things why I don't really interact much on social media is like, mm. I don't like... I know for sure, and everyone does this, like, if you think you don't, you still lie. But everyone does this, is like, when they go on social media, they have this new persona. Mm-hmm. Entirely new persona. It's like, I can't live two different lives, man. Yeah, <laughs> One yeah. life is already stressful enough, you know? It's like, I can't live two different lives. Like, I, like it's, at some point, it's all going to merge together, right? It's all going to make sense. Like, connect. you're going to connect the dots, right? Because, mm-hmm. like, that's why I'm not really... I'm more transparent. Like, when you meet me in person, I make jokes and, like, blah, 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 and stuff like that. And then it's like, when I help on social media, I just want to be just... Yeah, because you want to pers- fit... Yeah, just yeah. the person that... At the end of the day, I look back, it's like, that's not really me. Yeah. <laughs> right? And it, it's funny, too, because I think as human beings, we all want to do that, man. Like, we all go on social media and we want to make it the highlight, highlight reel of our lives. And, yeah. You know, because you go on social media, you see people traveling with, like, infinite amounts yeah, of money. Like, ca- girls, yeah, cash, like, everything. Capture the good yeah, moments and Capture stuff, everything. Right? And you're, like, yeah. looking at this guy's, like, <laughs> take down blitzer, And you're looking at this guy's yeah. life and you're, like... Holy crap, like, this guy has, like, infinite amounts of girls, yeah, absolutely. infinite amounts of cash, yeah. like, yeah. where does it even come from? Where does it come right? from? And, like, you try and, like, mimic your, mm-hmm. your social media, too, but I think, realistically, it's, like, it's not transparent. It's, it's no, not it's exactly. Like, I want to know what the real Dan Blizzard is yeah. like, like, when he's, like, having it's, a bad day, yeah. like, his Land Rover, like, breaks down, he's, like, outside, and <laughs> oh, yeah. he's, like, i got to change this tire, like, freezing, he's, like... <laughs> yeah, that's true, and it's, like, that's why we should not really... I don't really absorb too much of social media. So. It, it, it absolutely in this generation, it has so much to do with this generation's confidence, mm-hmm. like that social media thing you just mentioned, and that's one of the reasons why I don't really um, interact with it. But that's the thing. No one, you do not. That's the thing with confidence. You do not want to tell people the bad places that you're at at mm-hmm. the moment, right? You do not want, you want to capture the good thing because people love, people love, I feel like people love desire, they love their greatest fantasies, they mm-hmm. they step too much into it, and it's like, you have to realize life is realistic, there's bad and there's good yeah, moments, good. right? So, accepting both and just, just not really expecting both, mm. but accepting it, right? It's, it's, I feel like that's what will work for you, right? It's like, you just... 
it's not it's not everything <laughs> yeah there's gonna be a good and bad to everything mm -hmm. and like i noticed this really with my um with my two like youngest siblings mm -hmm. with because they're on instagram and stuff now but it's weird but with all that exposed to them now i've noticed that they kind of have they they're a lot more mature than i was at that at their age mm -hmm. and it's because they're exposed to all this they kind of have to yeah because they, they see the more of the world yeah right so they kind of like evolve faster than mm -hmm. me yeah yeah there's, right? the, there's actually a video about that how the uh, younger generations since they're so exposed to technology like quicker than us right they grow they they get accommodated to that world faster than us and then that's why we, we can't sometimes like the young uh, the older generations cannot wrap their head around like the behaviors that's going on right now it's just like yeah like how you guys just you know like when your parents talk to you it's like i don't know how to you know work my way around this blah blah, blah. and it's like like you said, they just they mature because they're introduced sooner than mm -hmm. later, right? Yeah, and like I think there's such a there's a, there is a loss there because when you're like this young person and you have to mature faster, mm -hmm. and as you get older, I notice you lose. Okay, this sounds weird, but it's like the magicalness of being a kid again. Mm -hmm. You know, it's like I feel like all humans want to feel like the magic of like being a kid. Like you go outside, you see a rock, you're like, whoa. Yeah. You go outside, you see like the stars, you're like it's all new for the first time mm -hmm. right and as you get older and become an adult you lose that because you get used to the repetitive motion of life yeah right and i think it's such a loss for someone who's like really really young gets into social media mm -hmm. and then they lose that because mm -hmm. of the tech because of the technology yeah i see what you mean yeah but honestly the real life experience is just much more much more i don't know just you know the dopamine effect like when you feel when you look at something like like in awe and it's just so surreal and then you actually do get that effect but on the phone it's just virtual right mm. when people see when i see the uh what's it called those those lights on the iceland oh the northern lights auroras northern lights yeah, yeah. when i see those on online on pictures i'm just i'm not even like i'm not even phased i'm just like okay yeah. it's just a bunch of colors but then uh, I, I'm, I bet when i actually do see it in real life with all the environment everything experience it's like whoa I want to go there again, right? Mm. So it's like, it's it's just so much different. And there's a reason why we always keep inching, inching towards, like, like the definition of, of vision. Mm -hmm. Like, when it comes to phone, like, we always keep increasing the resolution and stuff like that. But there's a reason why we'll never be able to truly capture the eye's um, resolution, right? Because it's just, it's just everything is 3D and crystal clear. You mm -hmm. can't show that in a virtual world. It's usually just... It's, it's pixelated. It's pixelated, yeah. absolutely. So it's like, there's a reason why that will always happen. So it's like, I feel like real realistic uh, exposure is should be more important than virtual. Yeah, like I totally agree. I think in life, the greatest experiences um, are going to be like, in you're going to experience them in real life. You're mm -hmm. going to experience them like when you're outside in nature, mm -hmm. not through a screen. Yeah. Right, and but at the same time, the good thing about social media is now you can experience almost everything. There's a variety of different environments mm -hmm. through a screen. Mm -hmm. There's through a variety screen, of different yeah. information yeah. through a screen. It's yeah. so much. Yeah. But and it's kind of that old saying like, "What is old becomes new," mm -hmm. right? It's like, you know how like everyone's like using text or like people are gonna stop texting nowadays and use like video messaging, I think, yeah, or yeah. stuff like that. Mm -hmm. And then all of a sudden, like texting will become popular again or all of a sudden calling will become popular again and mm. i think like with, a cycle right? yeah and yeah. i think as we get like more digitized with um like vr ar the social media stuff internet i think what will be really what people will crave is like 
real-life travel experiences, like going outside into nature and yeah. experiencing yeah. stuff. Like, At some point, yeah. you can really do tell the difference, and it's like you do want to experience mm -hmm. that, right? Um, yeah, I just, when I went on a hike, uh, it's, just, it's, just, it's just weird. When I went on a hike and I went to a waterfall, it's like, it's just everything like that you hear together and like sense together kind of just makes sense whereas like when i went to the river it's like you could hear the sound of the river you could see the white you could see the the water and then you could hear like like sound of animals and stuff like that and then if you think about it when you come even when i went to hawaii right yeah. it was like i could hear the ocean i could hear people socializing i could just all my sensory was just like up there right and it's just People would want to experience that again to tell that difference right mm. it's like and it's just i just feel like it's just nothing compared to i mean maybe technology might get that good but i don't think it'll ever be like exactly as that yeah and i'm nowhere near and i know hawaii for a lot of people um i was just listening to this from a podcast the other day mm -hmm. but this guy was saying how like going to hawaii especially for some like a guy who's like really into um kind of like someone who's really closed off yeah. And like into this digital world, Hawaii yeah. is such the total opposite because yeah. the, the island's alive. You see the nature, you yeah. see things flowing. You see things and it's flowing. almost like, and you're like, whoa, like whoa. I'm, I'm attracted to like yeah. everything that's going on. Yeah. You see pictures of yeah. Hawaiian and stuff, it's like, that's cool. And then you go in, it's like, whoa, it's like even yeah. elevated. And it's like, it's, it's, yeah, it's definitely surreal. So I'm going to wrap up the podcast there. And I want to thank Fakayo for coming on this episode with me. Um, it was awesome. And we, I think we dived into a lot of different. Um, topics and some interesting stuff but I just wanted to pass over the mic to him and let him add on anything any last words he wants to say or his social media links so you can go and check him out so um, here he is um, yeah I just really want to thank uh, Jeremy for having me and talking about this topics so I actually do enjoy talking about topics like these and not just small talk as you can tell <laughs> um, but as far as social media it's just you can you can follow me at uh, on my Instagram at Fikayo A. Um, for the podcast, um, sorry, and uh, I do have Twitter, but I, I don't know. I kind of forgot the username, but I'll put the link on my <laughs> I put the link on my Instagram, and you can go from there. Um, but honestly, I don't even interact much on social media, so <laughs> you can do whatever you like. But anyway, I really I th again I want to thank for I want to thank Jeremy for actually having me here, and I just want to say that even though I. Like, we talk about all these things, it's still a learning process. Like, everything is a learning process. It's life, is your journey, and everything. So it doesn't matter if you're a master or a student. Just keep going. So, And it's all a learning process. Just take whatever advice you can get from people and just apply it to yourself and move on from there. Mm -hmm. And there you go, guys.